All weather forecasters are liars. What is the point? I mean, what is the point of a forecast which is only at best 50% accurate? That's not a forecast. It's a guess. It's a lie. They stand there and they waffle on and on about high pressure fronts and isobars and wind chill factors and whether it's raining in Spain. As if I care whether it's raining in bloody Spain. And they show you little pictures of clouds which actually rain, and satellite pictures and radar pictures, and it's all lies. Have you noticed how they've taken up telling you what the weather was like today? And today was another sunny day. I bloody know what the weather was like today. Christ on a bike, they even get that wrong sometimes. Weather forecasters are false prophets. Their position is the reverse of Cassandra's. Cassandra, you may remember, was the ancient Greek prophetess who was cursed always to prophesy the truth but never to be believed. Weather forecasters are cursed never to prophesy the truth but always to be believed, although obviously the curse is on us rather than them. They should be banned. They should be shot. They should be stabbed by lightning and drowned in rain tubs. I say this because last night they'd all announced it was going to rain today. Thunderclouds, storms, heavy rain, wear a mac, stay indoors. And so this morning, expecting dark skies, I hopped out of bed and gaily rolled back the big roof blinds, only to be poleaxed by an intense explosion of light which seared into my brain. It was gorgeous, a gorgeous bloody day. The sky a clear dark blue streaked here and there with high pale wisps of white cloud. A Mediterranean sky. I must confess I gave a little cry as I was temporarily blinded by this foreign sun, burning down, shining, glancing off glass and metal, thick and liquid and heavy. They'd lied to me again, the fuckers, those mendacious crooks at the Met office. And there I was, sightless, swearing, fried, with needles inside my head, dry to the core and bad-tempered. I waited for the hurting to cease and my retinas to settle down, and I looked at the clock. It was quarter to eleven, which was a pain in the arse as I'd wanted to lie in. But the bloody sun had woken me. If I'd been warned, I could have worn my blackout mask, my blindfold. So you see, I blame the whole thing on the weather forecast. I started the day on the wrong foot, pissed off and out of joint. If they hadn't got it so wrong, none of this would have happened. Let me tell you about it, this thing that happened to me. I don't know if there's a moral to this story or even a point, but it happened. So there you are. I stretched, my backbone popping all the way down and dressed in baggy shorts and green vest ready to face the world. Ah, oh, well, at least it wasn't so bad getting up at the crack of dawn when the weather was like this. I clambered down the steps for my sleeping gallery and sorted out some coffee. While I waited for the cafetiere to do its thing, I checked my scion to see what the day held in store. My short-term memory is not what it could be. My long-term memory is no better, and I constantly have to update my various organisers, charts, diaries, filofaxes, scraps of paper, the alternative memory storage facilities for the burnt-out hard disk in my head. It being the weekend, I could have done with getting out of town, sitting on a beach somewhere with a cold chicken and a bottle of tequila, but I saw I had a full day ahead. There were a couple of guys coming to look at the car and some bint from the Observer was due in the afternoon to do me for a room of my own, which would mean tidying the place up a bit. 
but that wasn't till later, so it could wait. There was also the message, birthday dinner. I'm sure the bloody gadget had the details of exactly whose birthday and where the dinner was to be held, but I couldn't for the life of me remember how to access this extra information. So I chose to forget it. If it was important, someone would give me a ring. I poured a small measure of Jameson's into my coffee and put the TV on to catch the end of the Saturday morning kids' programmes, hoping Tasmania might be on. For about half a second, I contemplated going round to the baker's for some croissants, but decided I could not be asked. Instead, I rummaged in the kitchen cabinets for something suitable. I found a bag of microwave popcorn, put it in the machine and left it exploding away as I went down to pick up the papers. There was a pile of them spilled on the floor, Sun, Mirror, Guardian and Telegraph. 